The Golden Mike Podcast is presented by SeaDeck Marine Products. Proudly made in the USA, customizable SeaDeck no-skid traction is non-absorbent, closed-cell EVA specifically formulated for the marine industry. For a free sample and more information, check out www.seadeck.com. That's S-E-A-D-E-K.com. And now, it's showtime. the official voice of Toad Water Sports for over a decade. His vocal tones have narrated the industry's biggest and most prestigious events in the world. With over 25 years of on-water experience, captivating charisma, and a command of his audience, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products, it's the Golden Mike Podcast, with the noise of the North himself, oh, yeah. Dano the Mano. What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 81 of the Golden Mike Podcast. I am the one-time Wake Award winner, Dan of the Mano, recording this portion of today's podcast from the Chicagoland Golden Mike Studios, located at my parents' home, in my old room, and now it's time for some audio sunshine. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Boulder Boats, now three locations on the southwest and west coast of the U.S., Nevada, Arizona, and California. Malibu and Axis boats are available at all shops now, plus they have a deep stock of previously loved pleasure or performance inboard boats, so something for all price ranges and levels. Like Boulder Boats on Facebook and check out boulderboats.com for locations, inventory, and events. Today's episode, episode number 81, as I mentioned at the top just a moment ago. And today I have Ty Ryder, Mackie Rosen. Mac Rosen, pretty uh, compelling story today. Uh, Mac Rosen, he is a uh, Ty Ryder. He was a guy who was competing at the highest level uh, at the peak of his career. And two seasons ago, unfortunately sustained an, a gnarly, gnarly injury, causing him to have to lose his leg below his knee. We talk all about that. Max, the guy who is, you know, going head-to-head in Thailand against Daniel Grant on the wakeboard there. So the dude's always was sick on the, the kickers and the rails, but his specialty was always air tricks. We recorded this at the Wake Park World Championships while I was out in the Philippines. That was over at CWC. Um, Mac and I, we walked over to my cottage, and as soon as we started recording, it started raining, pouring a monsoon. So you're going to definitely hear a little bit of that in this episode, but hey, it's a podcast, so it is what it is. Hopefully you guys will enjoy it. We're going to get to it in just a few moments. Over the weekend, I was in Mesa, Arizona for the Ski Pro Snowboard Rail Jam. It was the ninth annual. This is an event I used to announce every year. I actually used to go out and help build it with the guys from Step Up Productions. I haven't been doing it for a few years. It's cool, but they invited me back this year. It was in the parking lot of Ski Pro in Mesa. They built a pretty cool setup, Larry Taylor, the pirate, and uh, Trevor Poodle Marquette. They were behind this year's setup. 50 tons of snow on this thing. Pretty insane. I got some photos. Maybe I'll post them up on my Facebook page. We'll find out. Anyways, guys, well, the season is winding down. I don't have any 
events going on to finish off October, but this November I'm going to be pretty busy. I've got the Nautique dealer meeting. I'm going to be doing an event in Acapulco. And then the week before Thanksgiving, I'll be back in Orlando for the annual Slider Spectacular. Should be a good time. Hopefully I'll see you guys over at those events. I also have Golden Mike Podcast hats and stickers. The hats are for sale. The stickers, I mean, if you send me a nice message or email, I'll just hook you up. So the hats are $25 shipped or uh, $20 a piece for $5 shipping and uh, whatever. All right, so if you guys are interested, shoot me an email. I'd love to hook you up. And if you have never seen them, I can send you some photos. Now, before I do move any further, I want to remind you guys the Golden Mike Podcast is brought to you for free twice monthly on the first and third Wednesday of every month. You can find us and listen to us on demand anytime, wherever it is that you do your podcast listening online at noiseofthenorth.com. We are also now available on SoundCloud. You can also find the Golden Mike podcast on iTunes, the podcast app. Every episode is available, so be sure to just search for the Golden Mike podcast. And then once you find us, hit subscribe and then go back, rate and review the show. If you guys have an Android device, download just about any podcast listening application. And same thing goes for you. Search the Golden MIC, the Golden Mic, as in microphone podcast. You search us there. Boom. If you have any questions, email me. Guys, to keep this podcast no charge to you, the listeners, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. SeaDeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, Performance Ski and Surf, GoPuck, Malibu Boats, Rockstar Energy, C4 Belt, CWB Board Company, Ledwake, Ronix, O'Brien, and Slingshot. If you're not doing so already, follow me on social media. Instagram at Dano T Mano on Twitter at the Dano T Mano and at the Golden underscore Mike. And be sure to like the Golden Mike podcast on Facebook and that email I've been talking about, Golden Mike at noiseofthenorth.com. Shoot me any of your thoughts, your messages, and it's also the place where you can pick up your Golden Mike podcast dad hat and stickers. This week's audio montage is brought to you by SeaDeck Marine Products and is from the 2017 WWA Wakeboard National Championships, which happened out in Ackworth, Georgia, kicking off this past August. Get your boat looking brand new today with some custom SeaDeck non-skid traction on your boat, in your boat, on your dock, or anywhere normally prone to slippery surfaces, even paddle boards and wake surfers. SeaDeck has a growing network of certified fabricators and installers covering the USA, Canada, Europe, and the South Pacific. It's now easier than ever to have a SeaDeck professional take your project from start to finish. Just head over right now to SeaDeck.com. Find the custom button on the website and look for the interactive map to locate a CDEX certified fabricator or installer in your area to schedule that appointment today. Check it out again at CDEX.com. All right, guys, let's get down to it. The audio montage, and then I'll be back with Thai legend Mackie Rosen right here on the Golden Mike Podcast. 
What's up, Mano Fano? Sean Murray here at the 2017 WWA Nautique Wakeboard Nationals. The riding continues to get even more impressive every year. If you haven't made it out here, you gotta make it out. I'm heading back out tomorrow for the Pro Men's Finals. See you there. Hey, my name is Toby Jacobson. I am 11 years old from Orlando, Florida. I just won the Boys Beginner Division at the Nautique WWA Wakeboard Nationals. Hey, my name is Rexon Abbott. I am 8 years old. I just won Junior Boys at the Nautique WWA Wakeboard Nationals. I ride for STP Wake and I've had an amazing time. Hey, my name is Kean Shapiro. I'm nine years old. I just won the Junior Boys Beginner Division at the Nazi WWA Wakeboard Nationals. The best part, playing on the water side with my friends, hanging out and having a great time. Hi, my name is Kyla Hendricks. I'm 12 years old from Green Bay, Wisconsin. I just won the Women's Wake Skate Division at the Nautique WWA Wakeboard Nationals. Hi, my name is Allison Laverick. I'm nine years old. I'm from Wake Forest, North Carolina. I just won the girls' nine and under division. The best part of this year's contest was going big and landing new tricks. Hi, my name is Jonathan Wilkes. I'm 17 years old. I just won the junior men division, and the best part of the weekend was being able to ride behind the G23. Hi, my name is Thomas Herman. I'm 14 years old from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I just won the boys division at the Nautique WWA Wakeboard Nationals. The best part of this year's contest was just all the boys were killing it. Like, we're all learning new tricks, and it's so hard to put a run together, and I was happy to put this run together in my last years. Hi, my name is Mary Morgan Howell. I'm 14 years old from Dothan, Alabama. I just won junior women division. Hi, my name is Ellie Christensen. I'm 13 years old from St. George, Utah. I just won the girls division. Hi, my name's Ashley Nyborg. I'm 32 years old and I'm from Apex, North Carolina. I just won women's masters division. The best part of this year's contest was just everybody was out, chin everybody on, and we all went big and threw monster tricks. Hi, my name is Jesse Deemer. I am 29 years old from Traverse City, Michigan. I just won the Adaptive Division and the PCM Award for Best Amateur Trick of the Weekend. And the best part of this year's contest was just connecting with all my friends and honestly this community that I look at as family, really just enhancing and enjoying the wonderful relationships that we all share with each other. Hi, my name's Josh Wildman. I'm 40 years old from Warsaw, Indiana. Just won the Veterans Division at the Nautique WWA Wakeboard Nationals. And the best part of this year's contest, picking up my sponsorship from Ibuprofen and hanging with all the old guys. Jeff McKee, the boat driver this weekend, one of the competitors this weekend at the National Championships. It was amazing, man. I couldn't believe, you know, I'm a sucker for a double flip, and I have never seen so many in one weekend. Uh, the final, we saw Harley bust out three in his run. A couple of the young guns, junior pro men. What do we have? Um, Tyler Hyam busting out the mute double roller reaver. It was, it was a fun time, man. I'm inspired. It was good stuff out there. One of the legends himself, Sean Watson. Man, that was a wild one. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be a judge. There was uh, there was some great riding. I don't know, Dowdy's riding was pretty impressive. Harley as well, throwing down through different doubles. Some really good spins. I think it's going to be a close one, but it was fun to watch. Reed Hansen, winner of Pro Men's Wake Skate. Man, you started competing here in 1999, dude. How does it feel to still be a part of it? Uh, it feels awesome. I was thinking that same exact thing this weekend. It's just cool to come here year after year and have fun with the boys. All right, break it down, the Pro Men's Wakescape Final. Uh, Pro Men's Wakescape Final, it ended up uh, me in first, then 
Austin Poltrock and Brian Grubb. The conditions were a little rolly, but, uh, you know, we, we had a good time. How does this one set compared to the rest of your victories over the past years? They're coming fewer and farther between these days, and the boys are pushing it, and so it, it definitely feels good right now to get, get a win. Tyler, I am, man. I am so stoked to take the win today, Dano. All the boys were killing it out there. The conditions, you couldn't have asked for anything better, and the wake was awesome, you know, and did what I had to do and stoked on the outcome. Main event, Megan Ethel. You know, this contest felt really awesome to come out here and take the W. All the girls killed it. It was a heavy final, you know, but it was just awesome. I'm really stoked to be out here and be a part of it. Was that the best run you've ever put together in a contest? Yeah, I mean, I've done that run before, but to be able to stick uh, my stale Road of Blind as my wild card, that was a first, so that really felt great, and it feels good to fully be back in action. Harley Clifford, man, take a win here at the U.S. National Championship. How does it feel? Man, today was a good day for me. I uh, sort of came in, I felt really confident this morning. I've had a good, like, two weeks leading up to this event, training and working hard. You know, the last couple events haven't been so well for me, so I really was hoping to lay it down today, and that's exactly sort of what I did, and I yeah, honestly couldn't be more stoked. I'm hyped. Hey, last night you were at the table with all of those uh, grommets, those junior riders, man. Uh, talk, talk a little bit about what that's like, having all those kids look up to you. Yeah, for me, that's like some of the coolest stuff I get to do all year. You know, all those kids, they're like pushing hard to be the, like the next best wakeboarders. And, and uh, yeah, just to hang out with them and like hang out with all their good vibes and have a good time and show them what pro wakeboarding is all about. And uh, hopefully all those guys are standing where I'm standing one day. Harley, congratulations. Thank you very much. Phew. Woodrose is a sunglass company based in Central Florida that manufactures frames from wood and other sustainable materials. With an infrastructure built on a passion for action sports, life on the water, and the love for the great outdoors, there's no doubt Woodrose handcrafted wooden and sustainable eyewear will fit your lifestyle. Use my promo code MANO30 and you'll get an additional 30% off your entire order. Once again, that's promo code MANO, M-A-N-O-3-0 at Woodrose.com for 30% Set off everything. That's W-O-O-D-R-O-Z-E dot com. Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. It's the Golden Mike Podcast with the noise of the north. Dano the Mano. Mac Rosen. Mackie, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude. So uh, we're here at CWC Camsur for Wake Park Worlds and before we get started, uh, let's just talk a little bit about you and who you are and where you come from and, and what you do and, uh, and and what you're doing here this weekend. So um, obviously, I, I mean, I know you're Mac Rosen and I know you're from Thailand um, and you're a, a professional wakeboarder, a cable rider. Yep. So uh, how long how long you been wakeboarding? I've been wakeboarding for about 17 years. How now. old are you, man? I'm 26. So you started when you were about 11. Yeah. And how'd you like get into it? My dad, I was doing a lot of skiing when I was young. Like water skiing? Water skiing. And then I got into wakeboarding and then that was it. Like were you, um, cause I know, I know that you're recognized as, as one of Thailand's best wake park riders, cable riders of all time. But when you were skiing, were you skiing behind the boat or yep. were you, what kind of boat did you guys have growing up? Oh, just a small speedboat, n- nothing crazy, just love skiing so in thailand what's the like what's the water ski or the water sports scene like behind the boat zero nothing huh? almost nothing now they're slowly coming back with boat riding and there's a couple guys who ride really good behind the boat 
and they're competing for Thailand as well. For wakeboarding. For wakeboarding. It, it, There's a couple slash slalom skiers, but right. not not too sure of their. Is it, who's from out there? Is it Padawat Jam Jam? Is uh, Bomb? Is he uh, from Thailand? Yeah. So Bomb Lota and Ata Sanai. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about you water skiing. You're 11 years old. Um, where where first of all, like where do you ski at in Thailand behind the boat? Oceans. Uh, Phuket, Thailand is a a small island that has beaches everywhere, and then you can just dock your boat anywhere pretty much and go ride. Okay, so you started skiing at 11. Then how, when did you get into wakeboarding, and how did you get into wakeboarding? Uh, Dad found Cable Park in Phuket, Phuket Way Park. That's the first place I ever ridden. And how long, like, how long has Phuket been around for, like, the wake park there? 20 plus years. It's one of the first cable parks in Thailand. Um, and, and what was that like when you started uh, uh, wakeboarding? Did they, when, like, there was probably no features or anything like no, that? There was no obstacles at all when I started riding. It was just either air tricks or just cruise around. It's, the wakeboarding scene in Thailand, it's just, just became the top notch because back then people were just riding for fun so this weekend with wake park worlds um do you like what do you think is going to happen i know i know that you've got your eyes because the guys you're coaching are in that 10 to 13 age bracket but i know uh, unfortunately you're not riding this year uh i mean do you foresee yourself ever coming back and trying to like ride something like this i'm trying for sure i'm trying but it's it's been hard. It's yeah. been a hard couple of years for me. Um, okay, so let's get down to it. Um, I think this will, you know, we're, we're chatting a little bit here, but I think this will kind of give the listeners a better idea of, of where you're at. Uh, a couple of years ago, you unfortunately sustained uh, a pretty gnarly injury. Um, I, you got hurt. What was it? The year after Brad Smela got hurt, right? Yeah. A little bit over a year. A little bit over a year. So we're recording this. It's uh, September 2017, and you got hurt in May 2016. Okay. Um, walk us, I mean, talk a little bit about uh, what, what went down. Uh, well, I completed about 70% of my run. Is this during semifinals, finals? No, first, first hit. Qualifying. Yep. So when I got to my last air trick, I went up in the air, I landed leg too straight, and then I heard a snap, and I was like, oh, no. At, at first, what was it, a dislocated knee yeah. or dislocated knee? So it, you think, like, yeah, it's bad, but it's not yeah. that because bad. I, I gone through a lot of injuries throughout wakeboarding, you know, and wakeboarding is painful. Right. But I, I didn't think it was going to go that bad. So they put you in an ambulance, and where do they take you? They took me to Bangkok. To Bangkok for 15 hours. I was strapped in an ambulance for about 15 hours. But before you went to Bangkok, you were in another hospital. Yep, in Phuket. You were in the Phuket. Yep. And how long were you in Phuket? Uh, three three nights. Three nights. And while you're there, did they put your knee back in place they, and everything? Or they didn't. They just they they said they did, but they just sort of put screws in my leg and saying that this is okay, nothing's gonna happen. And then they, I think they said they didn't have enough equipment to help me and then my parents was like why didn't you send me the first day why did you wait out three three four did nights you, did you know that like, something was more wrong like did you have a feeling that something was more wrong at all for me yeah but i was in so heavy meds that i, I just wanted to just fix me you know like for them to fix me but it okay. was crazy 
So, so from Phuket, three days later, they decide to put you in an ambulance. Yeah. And why an ambulance over an airplane? Like, or? Because they said the pressure of the airplane will make my leg worse because I pulled the biggest ligament or whatever on my knee and then I can't get pressured. And then in the helicopter itself should have that chamber to protect me from that, but... So no. they decide to basically bus you over in an ambulance, okay? Yeah. And I read an, and I and I um, watched an interview with you, and you said fifteen plus hours in the ambulance. Yep. Talk about that ride. It was one hell of a ride, I'll tell you that. I mean, were you, you were conscious and I was, everything? I was conscious. I was awake most of the time. I was pretty much awake for that whole ten days because the pain and suffering that I had to go through was just. Unreal. At this point, you're in the ambulance. Do you even think that you might be like that? You're gonna lose your leg. Yeah. So they, br- you get to Bangkok, and what happens? Uh, straight surgery. And I, no, no one told me anything. No one said anything. And it was way too late because my leg or half of my leg is already dead. So what exactly happened? Like, why did that? The biggest tendon got pulled. It was stretched by five centimeters or something like that. And then they, they just couldn't do anything. Like, wow. And so, so you wake up from the surgery. Yep. And you, you see your leg is gone. What's like the first thing that kind of like goes through your mind? Uh, I, I didn't know what to do. I sort of just froze. And then mom said everything's going to be okay. And then... We already looked into a lot of prosthetic legs and stuff like that, but for me, I was that was just like crazy. Like, I just lost my mind then. Like, I was crying for days. Like, day after day, I was just like, why, why? You know, like, I just, I don't get it. It's just it was a broken leg, and then just like that, it's not like my whole bone and everything ripped out completely. Right. My leg was still intact. I wasn't bleeding or anything. The leg was just twisted, to me. You know, I know the, the community really came together for you. Talk about some of the stuff that, um, like, I recall I recall seeing a lot of, um, like, an event. And I saw, I remember, like, a lot of the boys posting and um, some other stuff that, that the guys did. If you, like, talk about, like, some of the stuff that, like, some of the boys did to uh, the wakeboard community in general. Um, what, what they did to kind of come together and, and help you out. Well, the first thing is uh, shaving the head. It... It's because I was in the ambulance for so long, my hair got all disgusting and oily. And then as soon as I got to the bed, I was like, please shave my head. I just can't deal with it in my face. or Because you had long hair, right? Yeah, I had long hair. So, yeah. And yeah. some and, and what else? Like events and... Yeah, the events were so, so nice of people to just come along and help me out. It was an event at Anthem. That was a big event, just people to come help out and see me ride see me coach and how long was it after your injury because i remember seeing a photo of you pretty soon after your injury uh out on like one of the wake park skis yeah wearing a pair of sunglasses uh, coming that's around when i got out of the hospital about a week after i my stitches were still in and then i as i i had to get in the water so i wrapped it up and i got on the ski and i took off what did the doctors think about that? They, you know, doctors, they, they didn't like it, but I, I just had to. What did it, how did it feel to get back on the water? So good. So, so, so good. I mean, that was literally 10 days after your injury, yep. right? Yeah. 
So here we are. What are we? Eighteen months out. Twenty. Yep. Twenty months out. So, um, I mean, compa- last year when I saw you, I don't recall. Did did you uh, did you have the same prosthetic leg last year, or you were still working? Uh, yes. Um, still, still the same. Last year we were we were here, and I remember you walking around with um, like uh, canes or a crutch yep. or something like that. But yep. you're not doing that anymore. Yeah, I just try to get back on my feet and like just want to be strong again. You know, I yeah, I didn't want people to look at me in any weird way. I just want to be normal. So. I remember last year here at Wake Park Worlds, you had talked to me a little bit about a lot of the fundraising was to help you get a special prosthetic leg so that you could actually wakeboard again. Because yep. um, you were you're back, you're skiing, you're you're skiing, but you're standing forwards, but you want to stand sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, where where are you at with um, with that new prosthetic? Oh, we we got it a couple months back. It's been. A lot of adjustment and redos, but the leg works, but it's just not the same. So you're back riding sideways. Yeah. And as far as, as far as, as far as like what you're able to do out there, not much. Not close. Not even close. I mean, but are you are you able to? Are you like you're able to carve? You're able yes. to jump. Yeah. But are you hitting any features yet or no? No, not yet. You confidence that you're going to be back at it? Pretty soon. And then, like, what about air trick-wise? That is hard to say. I attempted a couple, but it it's just the landing is just so off for me. Like, I'm just scared to land on it. Sure. Do you think it's just a confidence thing, or do you think that eventually... I think that will eventually come. Okay, and then off off the microphone... Um, you had been talking to me a little bit about like some of the pains and um, like you'd like mention like phantom pains yep. and like places where you still have feeling even though they don't exist anymore. Can yep. you kind of talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, well, the pain is always constant. I have pain all all the time, every day. So hard to sleep at night, and it's just been wild. Wow, dude. How do you deal with the pain? Uh, I quit my meds as soon as I got out of the hospital because I didn't really want to be addicted to any crazy medication like that. Right. So I just stopped all my medication. Talk about some of your uh, future goals. Well, right now I have uh, my little own wake school. Got about 10, 10 kids. And they, they've been riding real good. Seven of them are riding at Phuket Wake Park Comp right now. And then three, three are here. So we'll see what happens. Do you do you strictly do um, cable nowadays? Do you do anything with the boat at all? No, just all cable. Yeah. Uh, do you ever think about maybe getting back in any of the boat stuff? Yeah, maybe because uh, one of my boys, uh, his mother's got a boat, and uh, Malibu actually. Oh really? So that's in Phuket right now. Hey folks, we're going to stop right here for just one moment so I can tell you where to find the best gear at the most competitive pricing this fall and winter season. Since 1989, Bill Porter and the crew at Performance Ski and Surf have been the first stop in Orlando for wakeboarders and water skiers and water sports enthusiasts looking to gear up while training and riding each year down in Central Florida. Performance has all the top brands like Ronix, Slingshot, O'Brien, and more, plus the staff is knowledgeable because they're all towed water sports enthusiasts themselves. 
Best part about it is you can see it all online right now at perfski.com. Their extensive website has photos and info on all the latest and greatest gear to get you on the water or snow. Next time you're in Orlando, be sure to stop in Performance Ski and Surf. It's just minutes away from the Orlando airport and only one mile from the Orlando Water Sports Complex, OWC, and Kobe and Tara Mikasich over there at Freedom Wake Park. Stop by, email, or call, and be sure to tell them that I sent you and ask about the Dano deal of the day. Perfski.com online or at Perfski on all social platforms. And now let's get back to Mac. Mac Rosen right here on the Golden Mic, baby. Oh, yeah. You know, I was telling you off the mic also that I had announced the um, disabled um, water ski world championships a couple years ago. Uh, Could you ever see yourself getting involved in anything like that? Like, I know, like, in WWA events, we've got the adaptive divisions and like we have a guy right now the world champion who he was in a really bad car accident so he doesn't have any use of um like the left his left arm or anything Mm -hmm. like that so he does tantrums and half cab rolls and like 180s and stuff like that um but i i've seen other riders that i know a guy in california who i met years ago who's um who's had his leg amputated um, to where you did also, but the guy boosts huge. Um, do you foresee yourself, like, going, trying to get back and, like, riding against, like, the pro dudes, or do you see yourself getting into an adaptive division I'll, or anything? I'll go pro. i try to go pro again for sure. Yeah, I like it, dude. Um, like, you... How how long out do you think that's going to be before the pain subsides, or is it going to be? Uh, doctor said three to five, plus, in not not too sure. I but mean. you're but you're a pretty tough dude, right? So like, what's how do you do like do you have like a do you have like a plan as far as like goals and whatnot? Uh, no, not yet. And for now, I just want to slowly come back and then see how I go. What do you think about, like, Wake Park Worlds? Last year, I know you had to sit on the sidelines and watch, but how has it gotten so good? I, mm, I think it's maybe the equipment. Uh, nowadays, kids intend to start so young. Parents, before, they, they don't really like kids to do crazy sports like this. Right. I'm, I'm always so blown away and just, like, even coming out here this weekend... There's a 12-year-old Brett Powell. Yeah. Toback 1080. Yeah. And he's a three-time defending world champion, but there's a kid from France that's got multiple Moab 5s. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, it, it, it's insane. What about your boys? What makes the Thai riders different from, um, from the other internationals? Mm. I try to get the boys to do air tricks and rails, so I want them to be equally as good as they can be. I don't want them to just, oh, just go out and hit some rails and forget about air tricks because people don't do them anymore. I don't want to hear that. You know, I just want people to do everything. Why do you think it is that people don't give air tricks the same amount of love that they give, like, rails and features? I'm not sure about that. Maybe it's because... But you've seen that, right? Yeah, I've seen that a lot. I think there's... I think you put more time an effort to do air tricks than rails. I mean, rails are hard, I, I, I would say. It's really, really hard, but 
to do a perfect air trick, you need some skills for that. Has the injury kind of changed your outlook on wakeboarding at all? No, not really. It's just, it's just hard to see it, and I can't do it. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, I mean, but, obviously, at least you can get out there. Yeah. And and because you look at somebody like like Brad Smela right now. Yeah. And it's and obviously your guys' injuries are so different, right? Mm-hmm. So so different. But at the same time, and are you and Brad in contact at all? Uh, we spoke when I first had my surgery a little bit. Try to ke- he kept me going a little bit too. What was that like? Did he contact you or did you? He con- he, he contacted me. So did you follow his injury or anything? Yeah. So um, how did that feel to have Brad calling you up and chatting with you and yeah, stuff? Yeah, so so happy because I I can't can't imagine how he feels, you know. Sure. And what I had to go through was crazy enough. Right. But I, it kind of inspires you to continue pushing forward yeah. and working hard. Yeah. Do you foresee yourself ever? Because I I see you sitting here on the sidelines. Um, like, do you have? any at like do you aspire at all to be a part of this as far as like judging goes or anything like that uh for me i hate judging you know you get so much pressure i think you get more pressure judging than riding right well because i like i'm looking at you and like you you have your eyes on the contest the whole entire time you're watching like you could probably go back to last year's event and call the judges out on some of the calls yeah. that you thought shouldn't have been or whatever. There was uh, a lot of processing last year as well. Do you I think heard. that it was warranted? Like, do you think that it was... that? It, I don't know. Like, I'm not a fan of protesting, yeah. personally. Yeah. I, like, I get it. There's yeah. a lot of emotions and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, what do you think about protesting? This, what's done is done. Have you protested ever? No. Like, it was that was something you didn't do. Yeah, yeah. But have you ever been in a position where you wanted to, like, where you thought maybe you were in the right and the judges mm, were in the wrong? No. You always. I, I was always, whatever. Because for me, I I hate competitions. Like I don't, I don't like to compete. For me, I always love the sport and I always ride for my own pleasure and I just ride. Then how are you such a good competitive rider? Because <laughs> like, dude, like going back, like once again. After I heard about your injury and I find out more about you, I started doing more and more research. I saw, like, dude, you were literally not, like, yes, you were neck and neck with Daniel Grant, but there were times when you had taken him down. And there were times when, like, you had won the event and he wasn't even there. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you are obviously a good competitor, but what I'm kind of getting here is that you're more into, like, the free riding stuff. Yeah, yeah. So Definitely. how are you able to compete so well? Like, how are you able to um, get into that zone? Uh, I don't, not too sure. I just sort of just went out there and had fun. Did your parents ever push you? No, never. Real, so it was all like self-motivation? Yeah. But did they support you? Yep. Yeah. And like support you like how? Like like paying for your cable pass or like coming and watching you? Yeah, or? both. With everything, they always try to push me to just going out and have fun they never really tell me oh you, today you have to do this trick tomorrow you do another trick no they don't want it like that it seems like you were the guy and still are the guy that a lot of people look up to and come to and it seems like you're a mentor for so many of the young riders and yep. it even seems like maybe you even helped like a guy like daniel when mm-hmm. he was i mean he's six seven years younger than you right yep. so i mean daniel 
has literally only been on the scene in a major way for mm-hmm. six or seven years. And by the time he broke onto the scene, you were already doing business in mm-hmm. in Thailand, right? So, um, I mean, um, I, am, am I right to say that you are like one of the guys, like, like the go-to guys in Thailand that everybody is? Yeah. Um, like, and even still today, like, how does that make you feel? Pretty, pretty proud of myself, I can say. But, I don't know, I just... As far as your career on the water goes, I mean, are you? Uh, what are what are some of your biggest accomplishments? Uh, Asian Beach Games. I had gold with the team, and then I won second. And yeah, I think that was probably one of the biggest comps I I won. So, what's what's uh, what's your plan like this weekend here? Uh, just party with the guys, I guess. Yeah. So last <laughs> night I heard was a pretty uh, yeah a good time. Huh? That's a good one. Yeah, so so when did you guys get in? Uh, I think we got in five days ago. Oh, so you've been here for a few days. Yeah. So like, how like how does the coaching go for you? I mean, it's because dude, you seem like a pretty laid back dude. Are you are you like on those kids' tails? Like, no, are you... never. I I want them to come to me and talk to me about. It. I don't want to be like run up to them and like, okay, you gotta do it like this and this and this. So you're not making them wear the helmet yeah. with the earpiece? No, no, no. <laughs> what do you think about that? I think it's a waste of money. <laughs> you don't like it? No. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Would you ever let somebody chat to you while you were out there wakeboarding? No. I wouldn't not. like it, man. I don't want people to be yakking on my ear when I'm doing tricks. Yeah, I hear that, man. <laughs> it's the same as when people wear, uh, listen to music and they ride. I think that's just a distraction. I don't know, like... I mean, for fun, okay, but to really ride, I don't think that's a good thing to to have. Also, at cable parks, there's so much stuff that you need to be aware of, right? I mean, it's... it's, Oh, yeah. Especially a busy cable park. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, So, where, where are you at with your injury today? Like, I know... I know that I supported your GoFundMe page a few years ago, or a couple years ago. Um, are people still supporting? Are you still looking for, for help? And if so, like, like why or what, what can people help with? And, um, and also, like, where? Yeah, um, just the prosthetic side of the, the injury, that's the most, most biggest problem that we have to pay for. So there's not – the thing in Toad Water Sports is there's, there's not really a prosthetic that's made for what we do, right? So, you, at the level that you're at, you can help. You can help design something. I mean, is, is that in the works at all? Are you trying to help? So, Because like, there's, there's so many other people that are missing limbs that probably want to or could. You know, in America, we've got uh, Wake for Warriors, which takes um, wounded war veterans and teaches them how to wakeboard and wake surf mm-hmm. and stuff. And, uh, you know... I watched a guy who had two prosthetic legs a few weeks ago go out and wakeboard. And, I mean, it was like he could get up, but he was having trouble, Mm -hmm. like, staying up, you know? Um, Do you have any ideas as far as, like, prosthetics? What can help? Uh, Like, There's a good prosthetic company called Biodab. They're Fox suspension for the foot and the inside knee. It's really, really good. For wakeboarding and motocrossing and all that, but it's is just, that what you're using right now? Yeah. And price-wise, like, what does something like that go uh, for? Close to ten thousand dollars. 
close to $10,000. Okay, and then now you were telling me that you got this leg, but you have to, like, tune it, right? Yep. You have to continue tweaking it. So um, where are you at with that? It's on and off. Sometimes I tweak it, and then the shocks, it's too soft. And then when I do ollies or something, it's not bending the right way, or it's just too hard. And the impact is really a lot on my hip. So it's, I mean, it, I mean, it's not just, it's not just where you had the amputation. I mean, that pain is yep. coming all the way up. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Okay. So, um, as far as like the support that, that people give you, where does that money go to nowadays? Uh, straight to me. And like, what, and obviously like. At, at first the money was going to the ties, the. Help the, head, the medical. The, yeah. And then that was gone, just like that. I'm, I mean, I'm sure you're probably still paying bills, right? Yeah. You're going to be paying bills for a long time. I think for the rest of my life. That's crazy. So people can help support you. Yeah. Um, do you have like a GoFundMe page still set up, or is there a uh, way that people can help you? Yeah, I, it's on Facebook, I so think. So how do they find it? Uh, just go to my wall. I'll, I'll put up another one, I guess. Sometimes. So, and, and who, where, like, uh, like, what is it on Facebook? Like, Mac Rosen? Mac or? Rosen, and then should be, should be there. Right there, so people can, can help kind of give support and stuff like yeah. that. And then if, what if, um, like, if somebody wants to come ride with you or whatever? Welcome. Yeah? Come what on do they down. Have to do? Just shoot you a message or yep. something on Facebook? That's all. Easy, huh? Yep. Nice. How often are you, how often are you still, like, at the park? Uh, pretty much every day. I try to ski a couple hours a day, and then I wakeboard for another hour or so, because I can't wear the prosthetic to ride for too long. It gets numb, and then the pain creeps up. How many prosthetics do you have? Right now, I have two. The one that you're that you're using right, right now? Yeah, for riding, and I have one for walking. Gotcha. Because I've seen like another one. I I. I another one that's kind of like uh it's just like a full spring it's like a scoop it seems like it's for running or something have you oh the blade yeah uh that's that's for running are you gonna get one something like that eventually eventually i, I would love to try running yeah uh, man i could like if you're skiing again i could see you like running buoys or something like like is that out of the question would you ever be into that at all or i'll try i mean i i try i try to do a lot of things now like i bicycle a lot i paddle i I try to do everything that I, whatever comes. Like I said, I did, I, I announced for the Disabled World Championships. It mm -hmm. was insane what these guys were able to do. I mean, guys that were blind, slalom skiing, guys that had one arm, slalom skiing, guys that had one leg, guys that had no legs, um, slalom skiing, you know, and at a, at a very high level. And dude, I'm, Straight up, I'm going to tell you, you look in better shape than a lot of the guys that I announced for out there. I mean, could you ever see yourself, like, res representing? Because you seem like you're a pretty proud Thai guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, could you ever see yourself maybe trying and going and representing your country in, like, a, like an event like that? It's possible. Um, I guess it all comes down to maybe if, if it's available yeah. in Thailand for you to get involved in, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. You know, maybe off off the um, off the podcast, we can maybe talk about that, and maybe I could help you talk to some people because I could see you as world champion, dude. <laughs> uh, you know. Thanks, man. 
For sure, dude. I, I don't know. I just see I see some of the stuff that you do, and I know that you've been carving around on the ski and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, you, but you're still using a park ski. You're not you're not skiing on a proper yep. slalom, are you? Yeah, no. You should try it <laughs> a lot faster. It's it's just it's it it's it, it it's different. I think so. Um. All right, man. We'll uh, let's uh, let's just we'll finish off here by talking about like where you wanna. Uh, like like what else what else you want to do and moving forward i mean is it all just wakeboard i mean is everything full into water sports or do you is there other goals that you have outside of wakeboarding yeah i want i thinking about hiking i really want to go hiking and just mountain biking that should be the next thing also mackie where are you um like on facebook instagram twitter like do you have any handles and stuff so people can follow you uh I think uh, I have Instagram, but I'll give you some infos about that after because it's all in my my other pad. Okay. I don't know. So <laughs> right now. I'll probably and have then, to give everybody yeah. that and information. Fa- Facebook, I'm still Mac Rosen on Facebook. Um, and then so if anybody wants to support you, they can go to Facebook and there should be a link on there to help make a donation. Yep. Um, sponsors. You still get support? Any love from your sponsors? Uh, I still get a little little jet pilot like a couple of jackets here and there but nothing crazy do you want anybody you want to send a shout out to or a thank you or anything uh family friends yeah thank anything? you everybody for just supporting me like there's so many people to thank i can't even thank you enough you all know who you are very for cool sure. mac dude appreciate you for for walking all the way over to my cottage mm-hmm. here and uh here at cwc I wanted to talk to you last year. I'm I'm really glad that uh, that that we got to do that this year. Uh, anything else you want to say to anybody out there? No, we are good. Cool, man. We are good. Well, I appreciate it, a ton, thank bro. You. We just we just went a while, so <laughs> thank thanks for uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. For over 50 years, O'Brien has been creating products specifically for the ultimate and family fun on the water. Knowing your time at the lake is cherished, O'Brien's mission is to bring you the absolute most pleasure possible to make memories that last a lifetime. Quality, performance, and value are the pillars the O'Brien name has been famous for for now more than five decades. Today, O'Brien offers wakeboards for all riders of all levels, both boat and park, as well full hybrids perfect for any pull check out o'brien.com see the entire new lineup of product dealers near you team blog and so much more quality performance and value again that's o'brien.com o-b-r-i-e-n.com Lead wake bags are designed with wake surfers and wakeboarders in mind. Lead wake bags are designed perfectly to be stacked and placed in tight spaces. Custom designed lead wake bags are easy to shift around in your boat and will help clean up any wake without having to fill excess water bags or move your friends around. You can buy lead wake in multiple sizes, but I recommend the 50 pounders and so do some of the biggest names in wake, including Danny Harp and Sean Murray, just to name a couple. Lead wake ships free anywhere inside the US. You can find out more and order online at leadwake.com. That's L-E-A-D-W-A-K-E.com. Leadwake.
The Golden Mike Podcast is back with the noise of the North, Dano the Mano, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. All right, well, thank you to Mac Rosen for sitting with me and telling me a story. You know, Mac is an ultra inspirational guy, and I'm stoked to have met him and had the chance to spend some time with him. Despite his injuries and hurdles, he continues now to give back to the sport. I hope Mac can get back to feeling comfortable on the water and hopefully able to one day rip his huge signature air tricks once again. You can check out all of Mackie's social feeds on Instagram at Mac.Rosen. And on Facebook, just search for Mac Rosen or you can look up Mackie.Rosen.35. There you can see Mac's new Beyond Motivated short film. He's actually riding the new O'Brien Fade park board. Uh, It looks sick. Shoot Mac a direct message on Instagram or Facebook, and he can help lead you guys to the appropriate spot to help him continue his rehab and journey back to hopefully, once again, being able to do anything that he wants to do underneath that cable. You guys can help by making donations or, you know, just reaching out and telling him that you appreciate him and his story. Okay, I do have some upcoming dates, and I do always enjoy seeing and chatting with all my listeners when I catch up with you guys at these events. November 5th, for all those Nautique dealers uh, out there, I'm going to be hosting the Nautique Dealer Awards. Have a good time doing that each and every year on stage. Then Saturday, November 11th, I'm going to be in Acapulco, Mexico for a big event down there. And the weekend before Thanksgiving, November 18th and 19th in Orlando at the Orlando Water Sports Complex for the annual Slider Spectacular. I think this is like year 15 or 16. For me, I don't know, this is like the fourth or fifth time I've announced it, but I was at the first ever Slider Spectacular. Wow, how wake park riding has changed. It's absolutely insane. Now, if anybody listening is interested in having me announce, commentate, do voiceover work, or appear at your next event, maybe you want to advertise in the Golden Mike podcast, or just ask me any question in general, email me, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com. You can also message me through the Golden Mike Facebook page. That's also the best way to help support me and this podcast by purchasing The official Golden Mike podcast, dad hats, not just for dads, they're very comfortable, and I got a few different colors, as well as Golden Mike podcast stickers and magnets. Please remember to find and subscribe to the Golden Mike podcast on iTunes or the podcast app on Apple and Android devices. Once again, just search the app, find the Golden Mike podcast, and subscribe there. Please rate and review the show. All the Golden Mike podcast archives are available there as well as on SoundCloud.com. So please check it out. Have a listen. Let me know what you think. Follow me on Twitter at the Dano T Mano and at the Golden underscore Mike on Instagram at Dano T Mano. And be sure to like and share the Golden Mike podcast Facebook page. Once again, thank you to Mackie Stewart, Mac Stewart, for being on today's show, episode 81. And now a few shout-outs to the sponsors and folks behind the scenes. Thank you to SeaDeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, Performance Ski and Surf, GoPuck, Malibu Boats, C4 Belts, Rockstar Energy, Lead Wake, CWB Board Company, Ronix, O'Brien, Slingshot Wakeboards, Jenna Carruth on the web, and Rich Walsh on the audio. 
That's going to do it for today's show, and I appreciate you all for tuning in and listening. I'm the Noise of the North, Dan Alamano, the one-time Wake Award winner, and you can hear me next time once again on the Golden Mike Podcast. Yeah.